Sahib. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Relax. As we start chapter 5 of Bhagavad Gita, the name of this chapter is Karm Sanyas Yoga. This chapter is continuation of the last chapter where we talked about the Gyan Karma Sanyas Yoga, the knowledge of karma and sanyas yoga. This chapter takes a deeper dive into how to actually make that knowledge or bring that knowledge into the practice in day-to-day life. There are three main things talked about in this chapter. One, how to practice karma and sannyas yoga. The, the key word is practice and yoga. Yoga or practice, the union of mind, body, breath, has to be constant. It's not a one-time thing. That's what this chapter takes us to, how to practice it, how to make a karma, an action, a yoga, and a sannyasa, a renunciation, a yoga. Second part is which one is better, karma yoga or sannyas yoga? And the third part talks about the samadhi, the ultimate state of meditation, the deep meditation. Starting with the first part, the main difference between the karma or the action yoga and the sannyas or renunciation yoga, as the word is, Sannyas Yoga talks about cutting all the worldly ties and attachments, maybe going to hills, mountains, jungles, and not in touch with the world. Whereas the Karma Yoga, or the action, is doing your obligations, your worldly obligations, and still staying within the world with detachment at the spiritual level or the detachment from the desires of the actions. There are very many examples and stories told for both types, but there is one preferred way out of these two. And again, it's a preferred way. The other one is not kind of like a bad thing. It's just one is more preferred. And the preferred one is the karma yoga. And the reason for karma yoga to be preferred is power of knowledge is actually applied when somebody is practicing power yoga or karma yoga. Knowledge is back. Knowledge is powerful. But that knowledge in action is super powerful. For example, a very simple example. So just by sitting in the car, so say we have to go from point A to point B, just by sitting in the car, we will not reach point B. We have to follow the path. We have to go and take the road from path point A to point B to reach at point B. And that's what karma yoga tells us. It is the knowledge that's being applied 
on day-to-day basis is the practice. A very good example that's coming is the third eye example, right? Any given time, the yoga, the Bhagavad Gita is not telling us to suppress our emotions. It is just telling us or reminding us to be able to see through our third eye, to look or reflecting our true selves and not desiring because desires are more worldly things. Desires are more attached to kind of satisfying or trying to satisfying something on the physical level. Whereas our true self is the Atma or the soul level, one of the way to practice and connect with it is through the third eye. The third eye is not a physical part of our body. Third eye is the intuitive part of the body. In this example, I'm a voice to you, but I'm pretty sure there is an image attached to this voice. And each person has a different image of me based on the, what they're listening right? And that's where the third eye is. That, that's where the image that we have in our mind, in our heart for somebody else without actually seeing them. That's what the role of third eye is. It's ability to be able to see the divine in all of us, around us, regardless of their outer aspect. That's what karma yoga is practicing the non-desire actions. And lastly, this chapter talks about the samadhi or the state of the deeper meditation. He or she once acquires the equal vision, once A person is able to see around, irrespective, not just humans, animals, even the the air, the non the things that we can't even see as if there is a divine self in everyone around us, as we start to feel that bliss around us, that's what the state of samadhi, the deeper meditation is. There are physical signs to the deeper meditation. The deep breaths. The breath becomes slow, steady. No matter what the circumstances, the silence in your heart tells you it's okay. It's going to be fine. That feeling of blissfulness. It's not the happy thing. It's not the smiley happy thing, it's the blissful, it's the ease, it's the relax. The deeper blissful energy is samadhi. And that's what this chapter talks about. Through practicing karma yoga or sannyas yoga to be able to reach that samadhi. Yes, we go in and out of samadhi based on the state of mind, the emotions, and that's why it's so important to take care of ourselves. Taking care of ourselves, it's not a selfish act. Taking care of our own emotions is not a selfish act. It, in fact, is the most 
adult, the most mature thing we can do to ourselves. If we are fine at the emotion and the spiritual level, if our mind is in the state of calmness, then only and only then we are of any use to the world, to the people around us. With that thought, thank you.